Hey, welcome back to week three of the Mid-City Church Sermon Cast as we continue to look at uh, what are some things that make us effective as people. And we're doing this by looking at the book of Acts. So so we're going to continue in this journey through uh, the book of Acts. And and my prayer is that this podcast will help you uh, invite others to help you. you. That'll make more sense when you listen to this. But anyway, you ready? Let's go. Repeat after me. I need help. Did you actually say it or not? If not, let's try it one more time. I need help. Now, I know that not everyone is afraid of using these words, but I am pretty pretty positive that a good amount of you listening struggle to ask for help. And usually you end up doing things completely on your own. Am I right? Again, I know that not everyone is afraid of asking for help, but let me affirm you that if you are listening to this and you are too embarrassed to admit it, I will admit that I very much struggle to ask for help. Let me give you an example. One night, a couple years ago, after a long day of recording and editing video, we decided to finally call it a day. Now, Katie, who's our director of operations, if you haven't met her, and and, and I, we had been at the church all day and we were both just ready to go home. Now, when I say we were tired, We were tired. It was a long day. So as we're packing up, all I could think about was figuring out a way that I could grab everything I needed and and take it to my car in one trip. And it it was a lot of things. There were were a lot of stuff. See, I had my backpack. I had a suitcase filled with recording equipment. I had an iPad stand that I used to use for preaching. uh, My coffee tumbler, my emotional support water bottle. While it doesn't sound like a lot... Recording equipment is pretty heavy, and my backpack was filled with my computer, my iPad, my chargers, my headphones, my Bible, my notebook, a commentary, and so many other random things that that you'll find in my backpack. To be honest, I needed to ask for help in taking all of these things to my truck, at the very least because uh, I was holding a lot of fragile things, right? The camera's fragile, my computer's fragile, the iPad's fragile, those kinds of things. But if you know me, you know that I'm stubborn, And instead of asking for help, I sucked it up and decided to do it all on my own. And well, that was a horrible idea. Despite Katie offering to help, I somehow grabbed everything on my own and I started making my way towards the exit. And and the exit is we were on the third floor, so we needed to go down steps. So just as I was about to reach the bottom of the stairs, my foot got caught in the suitcase and I went tumbling down the stairs along with everything I was carrying. Now, Katie, who was a couple of steps ahead of me, she heard me trip and saw the whole thing happen. And the first thing she said to me was not, are you okay? The first thing she said to me was, I told you to let me help. And the truth is that I really should have let her help. Now, look, if you have any sympathy at all in your body, you're probably wondering if I was okay. And I'm happy to say that besides my pants tearing at the knee, my water my water bottle taking on a dent, and my pride getting bruised, I was actually okay, and none of the equipment or bones were broken. Now, Katie likes to remind me of this story all the time, and in retrospect, it is pretty funny. But it's also very uh, a very accurate account of what tends to happen when we are afraid to ask for help. More often than not, we fall flat on our face, and our pride gets hurt. 
Now, I think we are afraid to ask for help because in many ways we've been taught that asking for help is a sign of inability or failure. Asking for help feels like we're letting someone down. And I think more than anything, we're afraid to ask for help because we're afraid to admit that we have limitations. But I believe that if we pay close attention to scripture, we will realize that asking for help can actually lead to greater success. In fact, I'll say it this way. When we become afraid to ask for help, we actually limit the success that is possible because we will eventually reach a breaking point and everything will then fall apart. Let me explain what I mean. Acts chapter 6 verses 1 through 7 says this. About that time, while the number of disciples continued to increase, a complaint arose. Greek-speaking disciples accused the Aramaic-speaking disciples because their widows were being overlooked in the daily food service. The twelve called a meeting of all the disciples and said, It isn't right for us to set aside proclamation of God's words in order to serve tables. Brothers and sisters, carefully choose seven well-respected men from among you. They must be well-respected and endowed with the Spirit with exceptional wisdom. We will put them in charge of this concern. As for us, we will devote ourselves with prayer and the service of proclaiming the word. This proposal pleased the entire community. They selected Stephen, a man endowed by the Holy Spirit with exceptional faith. Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas from Antioch, a convert to Judaism. The community presented these seven to the apostles, who prayed and laid their hands on them. God's word continued to grow. The number of disciples in Jerusalem increased significantly. Even a large group of priests embraced their faith. Again, this is from uh, Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. So let me unpack what's happening here. We're told that as the church begins to grow, an issue arises. Some of the widows, who were among the most vulnerable among them, were being neglected and weren't receiving their daily food service. Now, it's important to understand why this was an issue. I've heard preachers say that the disciples were being accused of discrimination uh, because uh, only certain women weren't getting, uh, only certain widows weren't getting uh, the food. I've heard other pastors say that rations would go first to the Aramaic-speaking people, and then nothing was left over for the Greek speaking Jews. And uh, while all of these are possibilities, I think there's a bigger, even more accurate issue. So for the past two weeks, we've talked about how the church was of one mind and uh, no one had any needs among them. We talked about how this is a value and how they would live into this uh, being of one mind and no one having any needs among them. So in other words, one of the values that the early church held as a a core value, right, as something very important to them was that uh, nobody would need food. So when this issue comes up, it's not about casting blame or pointing fingers at the disciples. When this issue comes up, it's really about owning the fact that the church as a whole is failing to live up to its values, the values that they have claimed, and there's people in need, which I think is perfectly fair to do. Accountability is necessary if the church is truly going to live into its values. And I love the way the disciples respond to this issue. Basically, uh, basically they say, and this this is Fernie's personal translation, Basically, they say, look, the church is growing so much that we have to keep proclaiming the word of God. But how about we empower people to step up and make sure that the food gets distributed correctly? 
In other words, they realized that the church has reached a point where they can no longer do it all on their own. They had reached a point where they needed help. And instead of letting their pride overcome them and overstretching themselves to do it all on their own, they came up with a plan to empower people uh, to find leaders among themselves. And once those leaders were found, the disciples empowered them to make sure that everyone got their food rations. See, instead of limiting what could take place, the disciples invited others to join them in mission. And because of that decision, Scripture tells us that the number of Jesus' followers increased significantly after this. Look, what made the early church effective and successful was not that the numbers grew. What made the early church effective and successful was that when people reached their limits, they invited more people to participate, and therefore increasing the boundaries of what was possible. And the same is true for you and I. It's so easy to feel like we have to do it all. And when people complain to us, it's so easy to feel like we have to sacrifice something. And sometimes that something is as significant as family time or study time or Sabbath time. And that list can go on and on and on and on. But here's the thing. We all have limitations. Even the disciples did. But our personal limitations do not have to limit what is possible. Instead, I hope our hearts can become willing to invite others in so that they can be a part of the story and the limitations can be withdrawn. At Mid-City Church, our mission is to help bring about heaven on earth for all people. And I have to tell you, I've seen so many people become inspired to live into this mission by volunteering and helping throughout the community. And it's uh, absolutely amazing to watch this unfold. But I want you to remember that on your own, you will reach your limit. You will get burned out. You will feel like you have nothing else to give. In those moments, I pray that you will give yourself permission to ask for help. Because just as the disciples came to realize, you too will realize that the realm of possibilities is so much greater with help than without it. May it be so. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mid-City Church Sermoncast. If you would like to dive deeper into today's topic, visit midcity.church sermoncast to find a home sheet that goes along with this message. On the home sheet, you will find scriptures, questions to wrestle with, and a challenge that goes along with this sermoncast. If this has been a helpful resource to help you grow in your faith, we want to invite you to support our ministry here at Mid-City Church by giving today. To give, text the word GIVE, G-I-V-E, to the number 225-307-0662. Thanks and see you next week.